Good morning again. Thank you for joining us here today. Uh, again, uh, appreciate you being here. Just ask you real quick, uh, if you will, click down there at the bottom, like and share um, these uh, these messages each day. Uh, again, that just uh, just to remind you, it, it's uh, the way Facebook works. The more people like it, uh, the more they Facebook take notices, and the more they. Put it on, uh, put it out in front of other people's pages. I, I don't understand all of it, but uh, that's how Facebook works. Same thing with YouTube. If you uh, click like, um, give it a thumbs up. I believe is the way YouTube works, and so uh, that will help uh, get uh, the the message out. If you're listening to the podcast, if you would share that information, uh, just anything you could do to uh, again to help get the message out. Uh, it um, uh, uh, put the gospel in front of more people. All right, uh, we're going to finish up today the 28th Psalm. So if you want to grab your Bible or your phone, tablet, um, like me, if you want to look on uh, the computer, um, I have found that computers and tablets are a great way to read the Bible because I can blow the letters up big enough to see them. And so... <laughs> Uh, it is a handy way and that, and uh, you can carry the whole Bible with you, and uh, you got it with you all the time. So uh, we're going to look this morning uh, at the last verse of the 28th Psalm, and as I told you yesterday, I wanted to uh, kind of partition this verse off and look at it uh, individually. Uh, we could have uh, included it uh, yesterday. But I just um, wanted to uh, just wanted to, the message of this verse. I just wanted it to uh, to stand uh, on its own. So in verse nine, we read these words: "Save thy people, and bless thine inheritance. Feed them also, and lift them up forever." Uh, and there are several things about that uh, that last statement of David's that uh, I think are uh, important for us. Uh, in uh, in today's world, and uh, part of them deal with the background uh, of the, of this psalm. Uh, again, remember uh, David has been uh, overthrown uh, from uh, from the throne uh, by his own son, uh, who um, turned the hearts of the people uh, against him. Uh, David was an um, Absalom. Uh, his son was uh, a scoundrel. I mean, uh, uh, you know. Uh, uh, backstabbing, uh, lying, pick a pick an adjective, uh, and that pretty much describes um, describes Absalom. And uh, he had, um, you know, he, he was just, again, pretty much every negative word uh, that you can think of. And yet when we get to verse 9, David says, save thy people and bless thine inheritance. Well, uh, who is his people and who is his inheritance? It, it is the people of Israel, uh, the very people, uh, many of whom had uh, turned their back on David, many of whom were involved uh, in this uh, rebellion uh, and this revolt. And yet David, uh, at the end of this psalm, uh, again, he has prayed clearly. If you read the first uh, eight verses, he has prayed uh, for himself and his situation. Uh, but uh, as he gets to the end of this psalm, uh, he says, Save thy people and bless thine inheritance. 
uh, he, he prays uh, for the very, some of the very people uh, who are uh, responsible uh, for his situation. And I just think that's a, a great lesson uh, for us uh, today. Um, we are uh, just, um, uh, for example, we're just uh, here, uh, you know, about two months away from uh, electing either a new president or a president, uh, depending on which way it goes. And one way or the other, somebody's not going to be happy. Um, somebody, you know, that, you know, we're probably, it's probably going to be a, um, uh, a close divide. I, I would be my, my guess, roughly 50, 50, um, on, on each side of the election for president, maybe some other offices around, uh, the country and, uh, you know, the Senate, the Congress, uh, their control is going to be up. Uh, for grabs, and uh, there's debate, uh, you know, discussion now on how that's going to go. Um, and here's the challenge for us as uh, as believers that regardless uh, of who is on the throne, uh, that we pray uh, for God's people. Uh, we, we may not always like the leader. We may not always like those in charge, but we are uh, challenged here, I think, by David's example uh, that we pray uh, for God's people, pray uh, for their well-being. Look what David says, uh, feed them, uh, lift them up forever. Um, you know, we, um, you know, most of us, whether we want to admit it or not, are probably far more uh, comfortable with the earlier verses that were the imprecatory uh, part of this psalm where David is saying, uh, you know, give them justice, deal with the wicked, uh, than we are down here. Most most of us are more comfortable praying that way. Uh, you know, Lord, strike them dead, you know, hit them with a lightning bolt, those kind of things. And we are uh, praying uh, for uh, for our enemies and praying uh, for, uh, for those who have uh, hurt us and those who have uh, offended us. And so uh, even though they are, uh, they have rejected David temporarily, uh, David is praying uh, for his people. Uh, again, the inheritance, God's inheritance, which again uh, is, uh, is God's people. And David is uh, asking him to be, uh, again, to, to be faithful uh, to his people. And that, that again, to me, is just a, uh, an amazing uh, event, an amazing prayer uh, that most of us, I doubt, have. Uh, we, we're probably not real good at praying that way. Uh, we, we struggle with that. Um, and when David uses the word here to feed them, uh, the word that he uses for feed there uh, is not just a matter of giving them food, uh, but it is uh, the, the tend to them uh, would be uh, maybe a, a, the way we might would say it today. Tend to them, not just uh, their food, but tend to their needs. The, uh, again, it's not just giving them food, but it's everything uh, that they need to be uh, satisfied. It's everything uh, that you would do to take care uh, of a flock. And so again, it's uh, really is uh, an amazing uh, statement on, on, uh, of David's uh, character, 
Uh, it's really an amazing comment of, of who he is uh, that he would pray uh, such a prayer uh, over people who, um, again, you know, if we were reading this uh, this psalm and David prayed for you know the earth to open up uh, and to swallow. Uh, those people, we wouldn't be, um, you know, we wouldn't be overly surprised, and probably none of us would be real shocked or uh, disappointed in David uh, for praying uh, such a prayer. Uh, but instead, he says, "Lord, tend to them. Lord, shepherd them." Uh, is another way uh, we could say that, and, and lift them up uh, forever uh, is uh, is his statement here uh, about these people. Um, and so, you know, I, I think as David makes that statement to shepherd them, uh, you know, he's probably looking at the people right now and thinking, right now they have no leader. Uh, you know, he knows Absalom. He knows uh, what kind of man Absalom has become. And so he's praying, Lord, you know, the person they're following um, is, is dangerous. So I'm asking you uh, to, to shepherd them. You know, they're following somebody who doesn't care about them. They're following somebody uh, who, you know, who, who will turn on them. You know, if he would turn on his own father, uh, what would he do to these people? And, and so David cries out for their well-being, for their protection, for their uh, provision, uh, even as the people uh, rejected him, and even as the people uh, turned against them, David sees them uh, as uh, as sheep who are wandering, as sheep uh, who are lost, who need uh, a shepherd to step in uh, and to intervene. And he knows uh, that when he says shepherd them, feed them, tend them, uh, that these sheep uh, will have no peace, they'll have no rest, they'll never find uh, the satisfaction uh, that, uh, that they're looking for uh, as long as as they're being led uh, by uh, by uh, Absalom, by this man that they're uh, that they are trusting, and so he he just it's amazing to me. I, I am, I just really am. Um, again, I know my heart, um, and I know how difficult it would be for me to pray for the well-being uh, of people who had uh, treated me for, for Absalom, uh, how difficult that would be uh, to pray. That, that, that simple verse, uh, save the people, bless them, feed them, lift them. Uh, I mean, look at, the, look at those four phrases, save them, bless them, feed them, lift them. Um, how difficult that would be uh, to pray uh, for someone, uh, for someone or some group of people uh, who had, um, you know, who, who had done, uh, treat, who had treated you this way, who had done you wrong uh, in, uh, in such a way. And so, uh, again, I just wanted that verse to stand on its own for us this morning. Uh, I think we have an idea here just in that one verse uh, of why we read later uh, that David was a man after God's own heart. Uh, and we've talked about this this passage kind of as a guide to us, as a model force of, of prayer. Uh, there you go. There's one of the greatest examples or models 
of, of how we should be praying, praying for our enemies, praying for those uh, who have hurt us, uh, just, to, just as Christ did, not just David as our example, but as Christ uh, as our example. And so as we wrap up this morning, uh, I want to challenge you for a minute. Just think for a moment. Is there somebody uh, in your circle, uh, someone that you uh, contact with, someone, uh, I guess you say, you, who maybe used to be a friend, uh, who you really struggle uh, with praying for that person? Is there somebody that it would be really hard for you to pray, Lord, lift them up, uh, feed them, save them? Um, you know, is there somebody like that in your life uh, that maybe you need to take some time today and say, Lord, uh, I, I need you to help me change my heart. Uh, I need you to, you know, I need you to help me to to change you. I, I'm not telling you this morning to go, you know, hug their neck and give them a kiss. Uh, the Bible says as much as possible, live peaceably uh, with all men. Um, I, you know, it may be that you never, um, you know, ha have that just re completely restored relationship. Uh, but certainly, uh, there shouldn't be people in our life who we have been so offended by, who we're so angry with, uh, that we can't even uh, pray for. Uh, we may not be able to sit down to supper with them, uh, but certainly um, we should be able to pray uh, for even those uh, who have uh, hurt us and harmed us. And so this morning, I hope you'll think about that. I hope you'll let that uh, run through your mind a, a bit and and identify maybe that one or two people, uh, those persons who, who you struggle with, uh, that, uh, Lord, teach me, help me uh, to be able to pray for their well-being, uh, to pray that uh, you would shepherd them. God, soften my heart towards that person. All right, I know that'll help you if you do it. Uh, I usually sign off by saying, I hope that helps you. I know that'll help you. I know if you get rid of that bitterness and that anger in, in you, uh, that it'll make you a better person. It'll help you uh, and uh, help you grow closer to the Lord. All right. Uh, we will see you back here first thing tomorrow morning.